Well, hey, all you Texas music lovers, it's time for another show here at Texas Homegrown Music. And today's guest is Tyler Rogers. Tyler Rogers is an incredible artist that I've known for a few years. He had a band called Tyler Rogers Band with a couple of um, records out there while he just finished a solo project over the pandemic, self-produced and it's really phenomenal, and I can't wait to share it with you. So I don't want to take up any more time. I want to get to it. Before I do, I'm going to do a song off one of my older records. Um, this is a song called Give It Away, a song that, I, um, that George and I actually wrote with our good friend Billy Falcon out of Nashville. And uh, I love the message behind this. So we'll sing this for you, Give It Away, and we'll be right back with Tyler Rogers.
Well, hey, everybody, we're back with my guest today, Tyler Rogers. Hey, Tyler, how you doing, buddy? What's up? What's up? Good to see you again. Talk to you again. Good to see you. I um, I and, and I say see you because for those of you that are out there listening, we can actually see one another in this program that we use, and it's it's actually pretty nice. And I might get to see one of your little ones in the background because I can hear you've got uh, you you've got a sleepover situation, oh, yeah. huh? Yep. If they can figure out how to break through this door, then yeah, you might see a couple of little rugrats running around. So. well i often have a cat and a dog um welcoming me in the background so we'll uh we'll just work through it because that's how life is yeah we can see animals too yeah we we (laughs) we could see a poodle in here i guess people need to know that (laughs) there you go so um for all of you out there that are listening, Tyler Rogers actually lives in the same town that I live in, which is great. And McKinney's becoming a real music hub. I don't know if you've noticed it, Tyler. We've got a lot of musicians that have decided to make um, make this their home from California all the way to um, South Texas, where, you know, Austin used to be touted as the music town. And I, I just I don't think that's actually correct. <laughs> I think that if you actually do your home, you'll find out a lot of musicians that are getting credit for being from Austin. We're not from Austin at all. But Yeah, I mean, I think there's great artists from all over Texas, but DFW is so sprawling and, and wide and vast that you can't help. I mean, you can't help but there would really be some really talented people around here. And uh, I think McKinney by itself, like what we all did with the KHYI Music Festival thing this last year and giving it hopefully a permanent home in downtown McKinney, uh, I think that should do a lot for both the festival but all, and also, you know, downtown McKinney's um, their reputation as a music hub, a music spot. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So um, for all you listeners out there, uh, TMR 25 was in McKinney this past year. And it's actually a really cool documentary that's um, that's being put together that uh, we'll talk about when that's out there. But it it's definitely putting McKinney on the map for music. And uh, we're, we're really excited about that. And Tyler was actually one of our one of our performers at that. And I got to tell you, Tyler, when you just strip a musician down to just them and their guitar, you really get to see what they're made of. And you captured that room. And I, I got to tell you, George and I both were so impressed with you. And I, of course, I know how talented you are, but uh, I, I really, really love your style. I love your um, music. And I'm excited about what you're doing now. So I wanted you to share with our listening audience. You had the Tyler Rogers band for several years and you put out two, uh, I think it's two LPs. One of them might've been an EP. It's hard for me to know anymore with you know with the way things are being released these days okay and um and and i and i play a lot of your music um on my show just because i dig it so much but what i didn't realize is that you took advantage of the pandemic and and started a solo career as well and you're going to start producing so i want to talk about that later in the show but for right now for all of those people out there that have no idea who tyler rogers is share with us um how you got into this whole music business thing and and what what you know catapulted you into it for sure well uh, i know we talked about this the first time that we we met up but uh, i think it's a pretty cool story um so i grew up and my dad was kind of a singer songwriter mostly like gospel type of music but he would always sit around with his friends you know we'd go camping and sit around a campfire and they'd always pull out their acoustic guitars and so like 
being a musician was something that was always I could something I could look out and see, you know, in the in the vicinity, just with my dad and his friends. And then him being a songwriter and uh, a pretty good one at that also allowed me to know, oh yeah, this is just a thing that's possible. So well, I didn't have to search too long to kind of figure out that you know, being a songwriter, being a musician was something that you could do. Um, now, being a successful one is maybe a different question, but you know, you can definitely start out and, and start playing music and uh, and start writing songs with your friends and, and figuring out how to play. And he was actually my dad was a huge Maley Thomas fan uh, growing up. Uh, him and my stepmom, I remember. Oh yeah, all the oh, time really? they would be going to your concerts. <laughs> And I, I've I've been here about hearing about Maylee Thomas for, for most of my life now at this point. Um, so it was cool when you originally reached out to me, um, you know, to kind of put that puzzle piece together right there and, and make a connection that um, I think my dad would have been, he would have been pretty ecstatic if he could have uh, been around to see that you were, you know, a fan of me. I see him being like a fan of you. And uh, of course, we're friends now. So it's, it's super cool. Well, I'm a huge fan of yours, Tyler, and I'm I'm a fan of yours because I actually recognize that this is not something that you do. This is just something that you are, because um, when when I see you and I hear your songs and I, you know, I, I know that this is coming from something way deep within your soul. And it's not just something to pass the time. This is just something that you have to do. And you seem to continually um, keep yourself up to you know speed on on what the world has out there. And the other part that I love about you is that you um, engage with new, new artists. I know that you, for a while there, you had a sitting in um, at the Hanks where you would have a singer songwriter night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We would do guests. And um, there's a, so I've met all my really good friends. I've always, I've met them through like, honestly, open mic nights or like, um, you know, Texas music pickers will do like their songwriter competitions and stuff like that. Um, some people just think those things are kind of weird and they can be if you're going in there to try to win, which that is weird to try to win a competition about music. That It's like, that doesn't really make sense. But if you're going there to make friends, if you're going there to make connections with people that have similar aspirations and goals as you, then it's really the perfect place uh, to go meet people. I mean, a lot of my friends that I met at those deals are, you know, they're, they're touring, they're nationally touring acts now. Um, and so I think it's important for like anything, you have to get out there and socialize. You got to get out there and network um, and always making new friends in the music business is a good idea. So I, I would agree with you on the whole competition thing, because we talk about this a lot when we talk about art and artists and um, it's so subjective there's how could you possibly it's not like a tennis match or you know where you have scores and you you know you can specifically see who's winning a game um in music to me it's it's so subjective and what i might find to be really great someone else is not going to agree with because it's not something that they enjoy and I don't know i'm i've always enjoyed the fact that we give um bands a platform but I don't necessarily like the co- the competitive edge. That's just, and then that's just my take on it. I really believe that it should be more of a variety show and giving everybody an opportunity to hear from people and, you know. For sure. It's cool to give away stuff. I mean, it's nice to win, you know, like maybe a little bit of studio time or, uh, you know, those things always have cool little prizes. Right. But it's always interesting when you see somebody not win and you see their, energy change from somebody who was just bubbling around and shaking everybody's hands 
and then maybe the first cut comes and they didn't make it to the finals or something that's inconsequential like that. And all of a sudden they're just, you know, they're grumpy and they've got a completely different energy. And you just always kind of clock that in your head and you go, okay, that's probably my, not my type of person. You know, even if I like thought their music was good, like you've kind of got a different idea about this than I do. So it, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. You can kind of tell who's in it for the right reasons. I, I think it's important for us to always, and obviously you do that if you're having a, if you you have an open mic night and you know that um, I, I tell people all the time when they say, what do I need to do if I want to start a band? What do I need to do? And if I want to play, and I say, you've got to be willing to get out there and play and, um, and realize that there's going to be times where you play and some people are going to really enjoy it. And sometimes you're going to have people just get up and walk out and you can't take it personally. Sure. And I've, I've I've done gigs where I literally have think that I'm just killing it. And I see people leave and I'm like, Oh my God, I I take it so personal. And I I had to get over that a long time ago, even though I, it's still hard to do because you we have feelings. We want to know that, you know, our stuff is actually being appreciated, but you never know, you know, and you just, you just, if I could count the number of times that we've been at like a more country bar back when my van was, was, I was touring around and, had some, uh, you know, Karen haircut ladies yell at us to play something more country than we were. You know, it's just, you're just like, man, I'm like putting it all into this. And yeah, maybe it's not your thing, but yeah, you know, this is, this is what we do. I'm not, I'm not going to like sit here and come up with a bunch of cover songs. I don't usually play just to, you know, placate to you or whatever. So. You kind of just got to take it. Well, um, well, I, I've, I'm, I've come from a different era where I'm like George and I many times have changed our set list in the middle of a night because we recognize that uh, these people aren't getting this, and so we, we, we probably need to kind of change it up a little bit. But bottom line is, um, I'm, I'm actually going to be true to what I know my gift is, and I'm not, I'm. I'm not going to pretend to do something that it's that I'm not, you know, and I, I love the fact that, um, that I actually get a chance to hear a lot of musicians that I normally don't get to hear by doing this show. And I recognize the ones that say our success is really not based on, at least I don't believe our success is based on how many people out there get it. Our success is based on the fact that we get to do this and enjoy it. And sometimes we make a living at it, and a lot of us don't. A lot of us are doing other things on the side to be able to play music. And um, so the fact that uh, you're still doing this and and you're working on some new uh, material, and I'm really excited about the fact that you're getting into producing. And so I want to talk about that on when we come back. But right now, I'm, I want to play a song that's off of um, your new record. And it's called Way I Feel. And um, when we come back, I want you to talk about what it took for you to do this record on your own during the pandemic at a time when everybody else was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do with this time off? You took advantage of it, wrote some material, produced it, got in there and got this this uh, record out. And I love it. I This morning I was woodshedding it. I had no idea that you were doing it because I was still looking at Tyler Rogers band stuff. Yeah, um, it's been nice, I think. It was nice to find some skills to level up during this thing, so I tried to pick the right ones, but yeah. 
Well, we're going to play Why I, Way I Feel, and when we come back, let's talk about what it took for you to get this project off and running, and also this <laughs> building that you're building, yeah. that you're going to be doing all this producing in, and I'm excited about it. I can't wait to, to, to get over there and see it. So you're listening to Texas Homegrown Music. My guest, Tyler Rogers, and we're going to play Way I Feel. You guys are going to dig it, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some more things that he's got going on. We'll be right back. You say I'm troubled. While you drink whiskey by the shot I drink from the bottle Because it's all I got You're the one seeing double Yeah, I think you forgot The way I feel about you Baby, I feel about you But don't pick me up If you think I'm not enough with Tyler and um, you guys just heard way I feel from his uh, new project. Tyler, tell me about this project and what got you um, 
you know, what got you inspired to do it? And because when you take something on like that and, and produce it yourself, record it, write everything, um, there's a lot that's involved. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess I'll just start by saying like, with where we're at today, as far as technology goes and how people are recording and producing music on their own, um, it doesn't take much to look around and see all these young artists who are somebody like Charlie Puth. He's a pop artist, but like he produces all his own music. He does a lot of it in his house. And then he out, he outsources a lot of the mixing and mastering to like all the you know heavy hitters in LA and stuff. Um, or somebody like Billie Eilish and her brother, you know, like that's you know that's inspired so many people these these people made a you know like a double this it'll eventually be a diamond record i'm sure in their bedroom to you know together on um you know universal audio equipment like a lot of us have and stuff and so just after seeing all those stories and being super involved in all the records that i made i mean i literally sat in the pocket of my engineers and my producers the entire time i wouldn't let them like really make a move without me because i wanted to watch the process um I just thought I'd start diving into it. And then when COVID hit, luckily I'd already built out a little studio in our extra bedroom. And then I had all this time on my hands that I was used to playing music and going out. And I, um, so I started using that time to mess around in my studio and figure things out. And the um, um, way I feel was actually the first record that I literally I mean, from beginning to end, I wrote it with my bass player, uh, my, my buddy Chris Madrano, but we took it from infancy to not existing. We wrote it together, kind of, uh, like about 80% of it. And then I took it here home. I, you know, figured out the little acoustic part on the beginning, recorded that. I recorded bass on it. I programmed the drums on it. I, I recorded everything, mixed it. I mastered it. I literally took it from nothing all the way finished without anybody's hands being touched on it. And uh, that, but that was like the third or fourth song that I had self-produced by that time. Um, that was the first one though, that I had mixed, mastered everything, played everything on it. Um, so it was just kind of this moment where I was like, okay, yeah, I can do this. If, it, if all else fails, I'm the only person left on earth, you know, but I've got some recording equipment and a little bit of inspiration, then I can take a song from not existing to completely done and up posted up on Spotify, Apple Music, and all those things. So for me, it was a big moment just to show that myself that I could actually do it and finish a song like that. That's huge. I mean, honestly, it's huge for you to feel to be able to do that because I've never been able to feel like and, and I, I, I don't know, maybe it fits my personality because I'm I, I have to have other people constantly. I mean, you know, I play a little bit of keyboard. I play a teeny bit of guitar. But for most of the time, I depend on other people to be able to do my craft. Mm-hmm. And I always have. And for you to be able to say that you can write the song play the song, produce the song and, and get it out, you know, is huge. I mean, what a, what a wonderful feeling it must be for you to have brought yourself through all of those processes and be able to do that. I mean, Tyler, that's fantastic. I know that's got to be so rewarding for you. Absolutely. Yeah. It was just, it's one of those things, you know, manifesting or whatever, basically it's just telling yourself and other people that you can do something long enough to forces you have to do it. So, you know, forever I've told people, you know, yeah, I think I want to produce this next deal or I want to do this or that, or I want to build a little home studio or now like building my own full blown like studio in, in my backyard on my property. It's just like one of those things where 
I know I want to do it, but I, a lot of times I need to tell other people. I need to tell myself. I need to keep reminding them and myself that it's the thing that I want to do. That way, um, I'll keep I'll keep chugging along. And I think that this process with producing music was a lot similar. Like it's just I had to keep it in my head. I had to keep driving at it. And then once I was able to, you know, fully log one like way I feel, which you know I think the record sounds great. Um, it just was very reassuring for me, and it and it allowed me and gave me the uh, kind of the gusto to go ahead and move on with something like building a, a studio and, you know, literally spending every penny that I have plus way more, you know, in order to, in order to, to do something like that. So. Well, and I know that um, like most, most artists that are successful, you, um, I know you're married and you have children and you've got a wife that completely supports what you're doing and is, um, you know, uh, one of your biggest cheerleaders. And that's really important as well, because I, and this business is tough and it's tough on them. It's tough on relationships, especially, you know, artists that are gone all the time. And I know that you're like a, you're a super dad. I know that just from getting to know you in the last few years. And um, what a nice thing for you to be able to have this at home, you know, especially with everything that we saw through the pandemic and musicians, yep. that so many of us lost that stream of income that we all depended on. Um, we were all shuffling and trying to figure out what were we going to do. And um, there's a, there's a new norm that's being, you know, being experienced by all of us. And for most musicians, we were just trying to figure out how do we get our music out there, continue to get our music out there when we can't play gigs. And uh, I'm just excited about you because you've got now another whole platform in the music world to be a producer. Yeah. And it's really cool. I've actually, I've already produced, uh, I think it's, I think it's just one. I've already produced another full, it was full production uh, for my friend, um, Gordon. She had this song and we, uh, it was cool. Cause it's one of those things like, I have no idea what I'm doing when I start out a lot of times, but like, I wrote this whole like string section and like did this thing that like, I don't know. I didn't know I could do that before I did it. And it took, I mean, it took forever. And it's, um, but it was just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. One more, one more thing that's like, okay. Yeah. If I try it, like I have enough knowledge to do it. I just, I haven't done it before and I'll get better at it of course. But it's like, you know, if you sit there and tinker around long enough uh, and you've, and you've, once again, I mean, I've built up so many of these skills over such a long time and like just different moments in my life of recording records or playing on records for people or just doing a bunch of live shows and they're just, you know, just diving into music uh, theory a little bit, just all those things. Um, but to actually have it come in a moment where you're like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could write a string section for, you know, like a ballad like that. And now I know, you know, it's possible at least, <laughs> So, well, I'm I'm thrilled for you. And as you know, I talked to you um, uh, kind of off the record, but um, I know that there's so many people out there that would love to have someone young like you and, and innovative to produce for them. So I'm going to start touting it. I'm going to I'm going to tell people about you as soon as you get that studio going. You better let me know, because I promise you there's a lot of people out there that will want to take advantage of Tyler Rogers producing a record for him and producing a song. And, you know, I, I remember when GarageBand and some of these other, you know, easy platforms started out and people were were writing music and producing it, like you said, right there in their house on their computers. It changed the way music was being done mm -hmm. for years you just 
unless you had a lot of money, you couldn't put a song out. Exactly. And a lot of these, man, some of my favorite producers and songwriters right now are these younger kids who kind of grew up making music like that. And because they, it's like they're painting on a 3D canvas. You know, me, I've grown up writing songs on acoustic guitar and maybe writing it with my band in the room and stuff like that, which is all well and fine. And that's, I mean, once again, that's how I've written 90% of the songs I've written, or more than 90%. But to be able to create your song, and it's not even 3D. I mean, there's more dimensions than that if you're talking about, like, creating something in Pro Tools or, or using Sense and, and using all these different, like, plugins and, and samples and stuff. I mean, you can really you can really just create things that you would not have written on an acoustic guitar. Um, you can create songs that just have a lot of layers and a lot of things that not everybody's into that type of music. You know, some people are going to be purists and they're just going to want to hear, you know, things like that. But for me, I've just always had kind of a, a sense of pop, uh, a pop sensibility. And I've always been into like just R and B and stuff like that. And just new age neo production style stuff just blows my mind. And it's one of those things when I hear it, I'm like, okay, I want to know if I can do something like that. Uh, even if it doesn't pertain to my music, maybe I can use it for somebody else later on down the road. Well, I, I mean, you know, you talk about there's a lot of people that are only purists. The reality is when you're putting music to, um, when you're recording music, a lot of people don't realize in the studio how many times you can layer on and you can, you know, you you overdub and add background song, sounds and um, styles. They don't realize that, you know, when you, when you listen to a record, there's so much into it that you don't even see on stage yeah. when people record it, when they perform it live. So, you know, that's, it's kind of an interesting concept anyway, and you can still be a purist and love somebody to get up there and play guitar and just sing a two track. Yeah. Well, or you can thank your purist and, and be into somebody like Rick Rubin's records where he's the first person to sample drums into rock records, you know, like, Audio Slave, Red Hot Chili Peppers, people like these, these records sounded amazing. And, uh, and, at, and at the time, they're like so at the front of everything. It's like, well, yeah, do you know how he got those drum sounds pushed up front? Do you know how he got these things? So he, was, he was sampling in drums. He was using his tricks from his R&B days in order to get the drums pushed up through the front of the mix. So you think it's just like this band that that's so much better, and they are that much better. But it's also these production tips, these tricks, and these things that have kind of come over from the R&B, from the pop things, seeping their way into like, rock music and all these things that make that new sound kind of take over and stuff. So a lot of people might not even know that, but yeah, that's, that's kind of why you like some of those records so much is because there are those tricks back behind like you're talking about. Well, and, um, and the Beatles and um, people that, you know, people that we've been listening to for decades and all the layering and all of the production that went into making those songs so cool. And, um, you know, the Beach Boys, I mean, let's just talk about oh, yeah. what, what really is entailed in some of those recordings. I remember the first time I saw you 2 and I was backstage and I got to see the racks that they had that they were using in the plugins. And I thought... Well, there it is. There's that big sound, you know, all this time I'm thinking that, you know, they've got they've got it coming through their amps and they're actually using plugins. Mm -hmm. So 
I don't know. A lot of people don't realize what's really entailed in some of those concerts and, and, and the sounds. And I love it all. Honestly, I do. And I think it's all part of the creativity. And some people can talk about how they don't like it, but I do. I'm, 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 a, I'm a purist in that I can appreciate what it takes to get a good song and a good sound out there. And so I'm pumped about you being able to do all that. And I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to come over there and make you produce something for me one day. Well, we're going to play Not the One, and um, when we come back, I want to talk about what um, what you've got going on and where people can hear you. I know you're still doing some, um, you're still doing an open mic here at Hank's um, in McKinney, but I want to talk about some other things as well. So if you're just listening, it's Texas Homegrown Music, and I'm, I'm interviewing a singer, songwriter, and now producer, Tyler Rogers, and his new record, Way I Feel, and here's the song Not the One, and we come back, we'll talk about some more ways that you can find out and hear from Tyler Rogers right here on Texas Homegrown Music.
So we're back with Tyler Rogers and um, and your new project called Way I Feel. So if people want to find you, I you know, because I made the mistake myself. So look up Tyler Rogers and also Tyler Rogers Band. Tyler Rogers will be his um, solo that he just did, solo record. And, um, you know, he's on all of the out- outlets, Spotify and Apple Music. And uh, and then Tyler Rogers Band, because I'm still, I still like some of your older stuff as well, Tyler. I'm, you know, a big fan, as you know, of Love is Love and um, All Out of Love, which I'm going to play here in a little bit. But I also want to let people know, and all you artists out there that might be listening in the Dallas Fort Worth area that he has an open mic night on Wednesday nights at Hanks and Hanks is a really cool venue here in McKinney that they um, you know they just reopened after um, being closed from a fire and they did some uh, you know they did some new stuff in the in the restaurant what do you what do you think about what they've done Tyler I mean yeah I think Hanks is a pretty special place um, man for me and a lot of a lot of my friends around here but yeah they have a huge stage they have uh, full, full-blown production, lighting. They got an awesome green room. Uh, it's really unlike any other open mic that you're going to be able to go to, just because venues like this don't really usually, they usually don't run open mics. Um, and uh, so I host it, but I also, <laughs> I also like run the lights and 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 mix and mix up there on Wednesdays as well. So I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off, but it's a lot of fun. Um, especially for people who've never got to play on a stage like that and never got to experience, you know, lighting like that and never got to hang out in a green room before they go play for a second. Um, those are all things that can help you kind of inspire you to, you know, keep, keep chugging along and, and give you a taste of kind of what those bigger stages might feel like as well. Well, yeah. So for people that don't that aren't familiar with Hanks, I mean, it's a full blown national act um, venue, and um, Band of Heathens has been there. I mean, a lot of bands that that a lot of people are very familiar with have been there. And I agree with you. It's very cool for these new artists to be able to come in and see what it feels like to be up on stage and have a room that's actually focused on the music. And you're not, you know, because for a lot of open mics, as you know, and and I know. Um, it's kind of like a background and, you know, they're, the, people aren't really paying attention, but this is a full blown, we're here to see you and we want to see what you can do. So if you guys are interested in wanting to know what it feels like, come out and check it out on Wednesday nights at Hank's here in McKinney, Texas on a Wednesday night with Tyler Rogers and, um, Tyler being a musician himself, like most that host this, they know what it feels like and they're going to make, help you sound the best that you can. So, and I, I appreciate that Tyler. And I love that you're wanting to continue to do that and help these um, new artists have a platform. Absolutely. Hanks has been my home ever since I moved back from Lubbock um, about 10 years ago now, really. And uh, yeah, they were gone for 20 months. And if you would have ever told me that I would have gone 20 months without walking into that place or playing on that stage, I would have told you you're absolutely crazy. But um, it's been so nice. I said they've been back and the response has been great. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have you out on Wednesday night. We usually start around uh, 7.30 or 8. So come on out. It's a it's a really cool venue, and I love the vibe back there, and I and I do appreciate that it is a room. I believe that where people actually listen and pay attention, and um, you know, as a musician that's played many places, where you're like, why do they even have a band here? 
because sometimes sometimes you're just the afterthought. You got to try to grab their attention. And I'm one of those people that I'll do it. I'll I'll try my best, but sometimes it doesn't it doesn't do any good. I, I feel like you know the the, the band on uh, Spinal Tap when you know it's like what well, maybe, maybe they just needed a pep oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we've all had that experience at some time in our life, right? <laughs> too many, too many times, honestly, too many times. I am. Um, I really, really do appreciate you being on the show today, and I and I know this. I know that um, you're gonna you're gonna find a really cool avenue, Tyler, with helping other artists produce their records, and it's gonna be so rewarding for you. And I I know that um, that. that I'm going to have you back on at some point and we're going to talk about how producing puts you in a whole nother place in your life, because there's nothing better than feeling like you've helped somebody. It's like birthing a baby. You're going to be, you're going to be helping these people, you know, birth their music. And I don't know, I wish I had the ability to do it because I, there's so many people out there that I hear that I think, Oh my gosh, I just want to help them get music out because you know, they're so talented, but they don't know where to start and you're going to get to do that. And that's that's rewarding in itself, Tyler, to be able to help other people do that. Absolutely, I, I've had it all the time. I've like met these young these young artists, and like maybe even heard like a specific song where I'm just like, man, like if you could just get that out right now, you know, like if you could just knock that out, just this little gem that you have right now. Maybe you don't have a whole lot of material, but you have at least this one thing that's people really responding to, you know, um, and if you could capture it to make it feel like it feels like when you're singing it on your own or how you wrote it. Um, and I think that's one of the things that like, when I first started making records, the first record I made, um, uh, angry love, you know, it, it sounded great, but at the end of it, I was like, I don't know if this sounds like me, all the, all the parts, everything's in the right places. Right. The mix is great. You know, it's produced fine, but it's like, I, this isn't, I don't know if I got me through. I don't know if this carried out like what I feel like it would have been like. I don't know if I came through on this. And um, even with the full band records, I always had some of that kind of going on. And, and when I first when I was able to just kind of take the reins of my whole thing, I was like, okay, I think this is one of the first times I felt like I carried this over and this feels like completely me. And so I think I can kind of take that sensibility, hopefully with other artists and uh, and not get caught up in what I think it should sound like even though that will be part of it, but just like, can we make this sound like what I, what made me enjoy the song when I heard you play it acoustically or when I heard you out with your band play it or whatever? Um, I just feel like that's probably, that's probably going to be the biggest and, 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 and most enjoyable struggle to kind of to, to figure out. So especially when I'm first starting out. Well, and I love that you said that because I think for most people that go in and because I've worked with a few producers in the past, I think for so many of us, when we go in, especially if you feel insecure about your craft, which a lot of them do when they start out, that they allow other people to kind of guide them and push them in a direction. And then when they get done, a lot of times they walk away and go, yeah, I know it sounds nice and it's good, but it's not really what I meant it's not what i felt and the fact that you're going into it with that attitude of wanting them to be happy with it sounding like something that they did um that puts you at the top of the list for me on a producer right there just because you as an artist understand what it's like for someone so i'm excited about this new venture for you tyler and um 
I, I really am. I really think that uh, this is going to be something that you're you're going to a platform that you're going to find was probably maybe what you were given this gift for. And I agree that your 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 material itself is fantastic. But for you to be able to help other musicians and get the music out, you're going to get a lot of um you're going to get a lot of great feelings from that. I know you are. You're going to feel good. So thank you for being adventurous and doing it and spending all this money. <laughs> it's not cheap. Well, like you said, to some degree, I don't think I had a choice. So it was like, you know, it was either do this or be completely overtaken by the idea and how I'm not doing it. So I lived in that world for long enough. So I'm glad it's moving along. Well, I appreciate it. And I'm so glad and I can't wait to get that to, to to hear that your building's done and you're starting full on production. So for all you people out there, keep an eye out because I think you probably are, are able to do it now. I know you have um, the ability to produce as well. So you guys check it out. Um, how would they find you, Tyler, if they wanted to reach out to you about producing for them? Yeah, you can hit me up on uh, probably Instagram is probably what I'm most receptive on. Just TRB, Tyler Rogers, R-O-G-E-R-S. No D in that Rogers, you know, like all the real Rogers, Will, Randy. <laughs> Scooby, like Scooby, 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 his last name is Rogers. Come on. Uh, yeah, TRB, Tyler Rogers, uh, Instagram, or you can Facebook me at just Tyler Rogers, um, actual, you know, page or whatever. Uh, but yeah, hit me up. Like I said, the studio is probably not going to be done until the summer. Uh, you know, barring no major setbacks or anything like that. Uh, but, and there'll probably be some amount of, amount of time where I'm, I, I, you know, even after it's all set up that I, I need to tinker around in there and, and get my own feel on the place. Uh, but I am looking forward to working with other people and I'm, I'm working forward just to making some great music in that place. So, well, I'm looking forward to it as well. And so um, for you guys to just get an idea of what I love about this guy, this is a song, one of my favorite songs off of one of his older records. It's called All Out of Love. And when we come back, we'll talk about what we've got coming up on Texas Homegrown Music. But thank you again, Tyler Rogers, for being a part of um, the show today. And I'm excited about your new adventure, and I can't wait. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Texas Homegrown Music, and here's one of my favorite songs from Tyler Rogers' band called All Out of Love. She walks in Eyes to the floor Doesn't utter a word Turns and closes Locks the door Then she says
Howdy, y'all. I'm Blake. And I'm Taylor. We're the Power Brothers, and you're listening to 95.3 The Range. just released called Buy a Ticket. And if you guys go back to my archive shows, they were one of the first people that I had on a couple years ago. And this brother duo is really dynamic. They really give a very high energy show. So if you get a chance to go see them, check them out. Powell Brothers, P-O-W-E-L-L Brothers out of the Houston area, Texas. 
Well, that's the close of another show here on Texas Homegrown Music with now singer, songwriter, and producer Tyler Rogers. I'm really excited about this new endeavor he's got going, and he looks like uh, he's building a really cool studio in the back of his property there, and I can't wait to hear all of the stuff that he's going to have come out of that. Um, And I I like anybody that wants to help other artists. I really, really believe in that, and I am so pumped that Tyler is jumping into the – that arena of helping other artists get their music out there. I think it's just a wonderful thing, not to mention he himself is so talented, as you guys can tell by the stuff that we just played. So speaking of talented, I'm going to close the show today with my producer's band. And for those of you that don't know it, um, Connor Caldwell, um, young cat that uh, that I was so blessed to have as, as a part of my team is also a songwriter and has a band called New Avenues. And they're putting out new music all the time. Well, one of my favorite songs is called Taking Flight. And I want to close the show today with their song called Taking Flight from the New Avenues. And uh, I hope to have you guys back Next week, we'll have all new artists on the show. And uh, I want to give a shout out again to the Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and Burris Injury Law for making all of this possible. Peace be with you. You guys remember to love life. You get out of it what you put into it. And we'll see you next time right here on Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas. Mm-hmm.